This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. No my Harimaiki Kelly from the Tron, a weekly free FM radio show and podcast with news, views, events and music curated for the good people living in Kitty Kitiroa Hamilton. In the most recent podcast, Girl Fest is a three-day multimedia arts festival hosted in Kitty Kitiroa to celebrate female and non-gender conforming talent in conjunction with International Women's Day 2021. To listen to my interview with one of the founders and organisers, Kat Woswo, stream or download the podcast from Spotify, iHeartRadio, Luminary or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also head to freefm.org.nz. This week, Protect Pukiahua is a campaign led by Ngāti uh, Tamainupo to protect land south of Ngādua Wahia from development for its archaeological and cultural significance. To learn more about the campaign itself, the significance of the whenua and what we can do to support them, I spoke to the campaign spokesperson and chair of Ngāti Tamanupo, Trust Kimai Huerama, yesterday and we'll be sharing that interview shortly. First, January 26 marks the date Captain Arthur Philip raised a Union Jack on Gadigal land in Sydney for a new sorry, before it was called Sydney for a new penal colony. It marks the beginning of centuries of violence, illegal occupation, dispossession of land and attempted genocide. Australia Day is more accurately um, called Invasion or Survival Day. So in solidarity with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples I've chosen um, a song called Terra Australia to share with you today. It was from the Makarata Project, an album released in 2020 by Midnight Oil and features Alex Skye, an indigenous artist. You're listening to Kelly from the Tron and Free FM 89.0. When we return, we'll be hearing about Protect Pokiahua. Still running from the past Tall tales lie in history And flames burn through the memories There's a country that is aching For a way to call its own You can feel the mansions shaking As the first real seed is sown now you can't talk about the future if you're running from the past It's a terror in Australia Jails and guns and failure Can you see the ships are coming stately through 
heads And arched out over the white sails Is a merchant's flag of red Now Captain Cook spawns Captain Coke And beer flows over rum In a twinkling of an eye, my friends They spent your dollars very well And those traditions they can't sell Sit silent in the sun Where ignorance and wealth combine To crush the fruit upon the vine It's a terror in Australia Kelly from the Tron. At 10am today, Friday the 29th of January, another hearing between Wakato District Council and Purgely Developments or Perry Group is set to review the consent already given to Purgely to excavate and develop a subdivision on the Whenua at Pukiahua Pa. 5851 Great South Road, Narua Wahia. I've asked Protect Pukiahua spokesperson and chair of Nati Tomai Nupo, Kimai Huirama, to join us today to share the narrative of that whenua and what they are asking of the Wakato District Council and how we can support the Kopapa. Kia ora, thank you for joining us. Kia ora, kia ora. I'm glad to be here, thank you. Kimai, why is the whenua at Pukiahua Pa particularly significant to Ngāti Tamainupo and the wider community? To use the classification of heritage NZ, it has outstanding significance to not only Ngāti Tamainupo, um, but also the, the Ngārua Wahia community. And everyone who has a connection to our, um, our town and our place here, so just to put it into perspective for our hapu, it was the principal pa, Pukiahua pa, um, principal pa of Ngāti Tamainipo in the 1700s. And um, we had many, you know, it was a whole landscape. Um, essentially what we see today, uh, we are asking everyone to put on their 300-year-old glasses and see it as it was at that time, which is a thriving community along the Waikato River. Um, we had our marae proper or our marae atea for our formal 
uh, our formal protocols, but we also had tapakainga where we lived, marakai where we grew um, produce to sustain um, a community of its size. So um, from that time, my 17th generations ago from myself, uh, my ancestor Kete Iwi was the chief of Ngāti Kamainipo and Rukiahua Pā. And due to an alliance between um, our iwi, Waikato and Maniaputo, um, there was a marriage a marriage agreed upon. And at the ceremony to celebrate the union um, of that marriage, the words wahia ngārua were called out, which meant open the food pit. And um, based on those words, wahia ngārua, the town of ngārua wahia um, gets its name. And behind us, we also have the beautiful um, hilltop ranges of the Hakiri Mata, and that name also comes from that feast, because Hakiri meaning feast and Mata meaning preserved food um, was given to that hill, hilltop range um, in reference to the mounds of food that we brought out um, to host our, our visitors from the neighbouring iwi Maniaputo. So for us, um, it has significance to everybody who lives in Ngārawahia, who um, has a business in Ngārawahia. They carry the narrative in their postcode. So um, for us, it, it's really important, not only for the hapu, but for um, our community. I don't, I don't feel you could underestimate the significance of kai then uh, for that uh, whenua. Uh, it would have been extremely productive land, um, before obviously the road going through it and that seems significant and, and such a, a big part of the narrative and stories for the area oh, it, it absolutely was because you know we, we've got to put we've got to put ourselves in that time frame and there was no money to show your wealth your wealth or the currency of the day um, was very much in your ability to host visitors um, you showed um, your mana and you recognised the mana of your visitors by how well you would host them. And not for a morning tea like we do today, but for days and days of um, mm-hmm. celebrations. And, um, you know, we've got to think that people travelled many days to reach a place. They didn't come for morning tea. They came to stay for a long period of time. And so um, your wealth became that ability to host, um, in fact, um, Waikato, along the Waikato Awa, that's what we were known for. Um, he piko, he tanipa, on every bend there was a kaitiaki, and every, on every bend there was a marae that was, um, had the resources to be able to host. So, um, it very much was so important back in those days to show, um, your mana and being able to uplift the mana of your visitors. So, um, what we see tonight, today has very much been um, the landscape of Pukyawapa has been slowly chopped up and um, redeveloped. And so we're only seeing a small slice which, um, which needs to be protected because otherwise we would not be able to pass on to the next generation um, what made this place so special. And um, growing kai was basically, you know, the biggest currency you could have of that time. Hmm. It's 268 days, I think, into the campaign. Um, What is expected to happen today? 
Um, so for us, our the hearing is about reviewing the conditions of the consent um, that were granted by the Waikato District Council to the developers to start excavation, um, to start the um, digging of the groundwork. And um, what we are saying is that we are not interested in talking and discussing about the conditions of the consent. We outright disagree and oppose um, the decision itself to grant the consent um, mm. because uh, in effect um, Ngāti Kamaini Paul's interests were not recognised in the grant application and our um, mātauranga and our connection and relationship to the land in question was not even included in the application. And so um, for us, the decision was made, um, we, all the facts were not gathered and presented to the council to make that, to make that decision. So we're participating in the hearing t- tomorrow to outline the process that the developers went through prior to that application, that they recognised Ngāti Samainipo had an interest. We met three times with the developers on site prior to lockdown last year. Um, we exchanged numerous emails and yet not a hint of our um, of that engagement was included in the application um, put forward to council for this consent. consent. And um, in fact, we sent a letter of opposition based on um, the position the developers had said that they would not be able to protect anything. Um, so we're going in to talk about the facts really, and that um, the RMA process, in our mind, has not been um, has not been done properly. If that's what can happen, you know, in a in a grant application. So, would it be fair of me to suggest that the Waikato District Council hasn't? Um, uh, sought a genuine relationship with um, mana whenua in this case um, in making the decision to grant the consent because uh, I, I, I just thought that that was something that they had to do not just that they should feel that they want to um, but that they were required to do I, I think what the what our story um, and this uh, example has highlighted is that um, there are systemic issues with how the RMA process has been applied um, in our case that we're talking about um, and that surfaces questions about genuine authentic PDC relationships Mm. um, within the RMA process and all of the players involved in that process. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, for us, there's been a um, a real problem and that a consent has been granted without our story, our mātauranga, um, our ability and role as kaitiaki to um, even have a voice in this process. The, you know, for some reason, it was quite e- it was so easy to leave that out of the application mm. and it was not picked up by council as well. So... So alongside the process that you're currently taking with the Waikato District Council, you've also presented a petition, which I remember signing a long time ago, um, which has been, I think, presented to uh, Parliament by the Honourable Nanaya Mahuta. Um, What progress has been made uh, with that avenue? 
Um, so we've been contacted by the Māori Affairs um, Subcommittee uh, to put in a, a further submission to that petition, which is due February the 5th. So more more writing to do. So mm-hmm. again, our line, our, um, our well, our significance or the significance that Pukiawa Pa has to our hapu and to outline our concerns um, and uh, the need to protect uh, what is what is the last bit left of that landscape. Mm. So um, it's taken a while, but, you know, we've got the hearing this week and then we'll switch modes and be into submission writing um, in regards to that petition. What would you ultimately like to see happen in this case? Um, I guess just to state outright, um, what we don't want to see is what the um, current plan is um, for more high-cost housing mm. on that um, whenua. This is the sixth stage of uh, subdivision. Five stages have already been built and have been dedicated to high-cost housing. Uh, no, none of our taonga, our rua, were protected. It's taken us this long to get into, um, get at the table to um, put, our, put our position across. Um, so ultimately we want to reclaim that whenua, the last bit, stage six, uh, we want to reclaim it as a community and a public space. And um, what we've done already is uh, we've run community surveys to see what our community wants. We've run workshops with our hapu as well to see what our hapu wants and our whānau wants. And we've gathered those aspirations and we're working with committed community members to create uh, an alternative vision, a master mm. plan for what could be there in place of high-cost housing. And, you know, rather than 40 households benefiting from that whenua, um, we have a plan that we, you know, our whole community and generations of our children can um, benefit mm. forever, basically, um, if we go through the process and if we are victorious. Yes. So what can we do to support... Uh, protect Pukiahua, the campaign? What do you need from everyone? Um, I think the first protocol, um, and we would love help. I mean, you know, this is really for, it's, it's for everybody that um, may have a key connection to Ngāruai here, who may eventually end up living here. Who knows where your mokapuna and your grandchildren are going to end up. So um, the first protocol would be to um, go onto our Facebook page, Protect Pukiahua. Um, that's the page where we give out official notices um, and links to ways you can help. Uh, and we are, we're always open to people reaching out to us and wanting to come and visit. Uh, the Fano have a lot of plans to not wait until the land is returned before we celebrate and share our narratives. So we're often posting events where we're happy to talk with, um, you know, talk with those and take them around to Piawa and learn learn firsthand by walking the whenua about our um, our narratives. So mm-hmm. the main way is to get in touch so that when um, we do have things happening and opportunities to help, um, working bees, etc., um, you can you can be kept up to date. Um, we also have give a little pages for those who want to help. Um, you know, just help with operational costs as well. Yeah. And again, everything's accessed through that page. Mm. Q, 
Kia ora. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and to tell us more um, so that we can um, share the stories and also share, I guess, ways that people can get involved to support that for all of us for a long time, but particularly for you, your hapu, and so thank you for your work in that space and all the best for the hearing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Kia ora, Kimai. That was Kimai Huirama from uh, Protect Pukiahua. You can head to Facebook to find out more. Real Hall now. Kelly from the Tron. Uh, that's Rhea Hall um, with cause and effect from her 2020 album Mana oh, Manawa Weta. Um, and Rhea Hall will be at the Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival, uh, which is coming up very shortly next month, um, in a performance and a conversation on the 26th of February from 8.30pm. Um, and I think it will be one of the... Um, one of the best events of the festival in my opinion so you can find out more information about that and get tickets for the performance from Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival or hgaf.co.nz
www.radio.nz. Before that, we were speaking to uh, Kimai Huirama from uh, Protect uh, Pokiahua, um, which they are currently, as we speak, at the Wakato District Council and are hearing about the consent uh, to develop that land. And they are asking for the land to be returned to Mana Whenua uh, to create a reserve. But I think a really big part as well as that um, advocacy and activism and protection of the whenua is to tell those stories so people know um, know what happened there and uh, the significance. Waihia Narua, break open the food pits. Um, but now time uh, to change pace, to talk a, a little bit about some events that are coming up. And to be honest, I'm really just going to do a shameless plug of the events that I'm currently organising uh, because they are forefront of mind for me at the moment, of course. Um, and that is two Pecha Kucha events coming up. If you're not sure of uh, what a Pecha Kucha is, it's a six-minute 40 presentation guided by 20 images. So 20 images were transitioned over 20 seconds each. And in that, we are informed and entertained, and um, people tell uh, locals, people that you may know, tell stories or share ideas or their latest projects. And I really love it as a storytelling event. And there are two happening in March. One is on the 6th of March at Victoria on the River. It's a free event, part of Super Saturday, where there's Girl Fest and um, the Boone Street Art Festival and before that Saw Wave an outdoor live music event so heaps going on there you can find out more about Pitch Kucha events on Facebook of course later on in the month we're heading over to Cambridge uh, to the Cambridge Autumn Festival and uh, there is a Pecha Kucha happening on Tuesday the 23rd of March um, at the Bridges Church Auditorium. So that will also be a really awesome event focused on uh, the Cambridge community. And actually I should have pointed out our Victoria on the River event on the 6th of March is an International Women's Day um, focus. As well as that, I'm also in the middle of, I uh, told you this was a shameless plug, of organising the Voices of Women Choose to Challenge event on International Women's Day, Monday the 8th of March, um, and that is a panel event. We have announced our guest speaker, but I'm not going to give you more information. I need you to head along to social media to find out more. Voices of Women Choose to Challenge, and... Um, We've had a really great response so far. Um, there, are, there are limited seats. There are some available, but you do need to register via um, Eventbrite for that. And it's a koha entry at the door to help us cover costs for that community event. Um, and in it, really, the focus will be on challenging um, or choosing to challenge. What are we going to challenge if our um, focus is on International Women's Day and gender equality? There's a lot going on at the moment, uh, but thank you very much for being tuned in. Uh, kia ora mototoko. Um, you can share your thoughts with me or um, get in touch if you want me to know about any events or news that you have um, via social media. Kelly from the Tron is on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and mihi to Free FM for providing a platform for independent community media. Tui reo o te hapuri.
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.